This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Here's what we got going on today. Some of us might not be as metropolitan as we thought. There's a union-endorsing boycott that's not union-endorsed, and we have some real spring weather coming down. My name's Ike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. You've surely heard the phrase metropolitan statistical area, sometimes for places that may or may not feel very metropolitan to you. Now, it's a subjective word. Some of us feel a little cramped in vinegar bend. Others need to be able to walk to an apple store and a cheesecake factory to feel connected to the world. Well, a proposal has been out there that would change the threshold for what qualifies a place to be considered a metropolitan statistical area. Currently, And going all the way back to 1950, that threshold was a population of 50,000 people, of course. From 10,000 to 49,999 is classified as a micropolitan statistical area. AL.com's Lawrence Specker reports that the Office of Management and Budget, that's a federal office, is considering the proposal, which would raise the qualifying population for a metropolitan area to 100,000. The thinking here is that the population of the U.S. has doubled since 1950, roughly. So you could do the same thing with what we consider a metropolitan statistical area. Seven Alabama areas would be affected and slide down from a metro to a micropolitan area. Anniston, Oxford, Auburn, Opelika, Daphne, Fairhope, Foley, Decatur, Dothan, Florence, Muscle Shoals, and Gadsden. The whole idea is making some folks nervous, however. This proposal, as pitched, is all about statistical categorization and not supposed to be something used for funding. That's according to the Office of Management and Budget. But not everybody's completely persuaded that there won't be winners and losers somewhere down the road in this recategorization. The AP reports that Opelika Mayor Gary Fuller wrote a letter to the OMB. Quote, the risk to vital services within our community, our state, and the millions of impacted Americans across the country far outweigh any limited statistical value that might be gained from this proposal. The OMB has been gathering public opinion on the matter. If it adopts the new standards, they're expected to be applied in 2023. Also, I have to mention that the roots of this proposal are in a 2019 report. Now, hold on to something. Here's the title to that report. Report and Recommendations from the Metropolitan and Micropolitan Statistical Area Standards Review Committee to the Office of Management and Budget Concerning Changes to the 2010 Standards for Delineating Metropolitan and Micropolitan Statistical Areas. Now, doesn't that make working for the federal government sound exciting? You may have seen calls on social media for a boycott of Amazon this week. 
quote, in solidarity with union employees. Of course, that's referencing the current vote among employees at the Bessemer, Alabama distribution facility over whether to unionize. Now, this boycott push is asking for people to skip watching Prime TV and make no purchases on Amazon this week. Now, arguments concerning the effectiveness of boycotts in persuading employees to vote to unionize aside, in this particular case, reports AL.com's Lawrence Specker, the union in question is not supporting the boycott that apparently is in support of it. Communications Director Chelsea Connor, on behalf of the Retail, Wholesale, and Department Store Union, quote, RWDSU has no affiliation with this, nor did we call for it. Ballots for the Bessemer Union votes will be counted through March 30th. It's a big deal well beyond Alabama because it would be the first time Amazon workers have formed a union at a facility in the United States. It's Monday, and it's time to talk a little bit about the weather and what it's going to do in Alabama this week. Weather reporter Lee Morgan is with us once again. She's going to tell us what's going to happen. What's going on out there, Lee? It's going to be a nice week. It looks like we might actually get to experience spring as some people call it. Bring it. Uh, We're not skipping straight to summer, so it looks like rain chances are going to be low to zero all week. Temperatures should rise throughout the week, about by a little bit each day. Uh, A lot of places will see 80 by Thursday, so that'll be nice. And then we also have to look forward to the time change, which is not weather, but, you know, and that's coming up Saturday night to Sunday. So, you know, this time next week, we will have the sunsets around 7 o'clock. All right. That is weather, but because mm-hmm. that means it's going to be sunny at 7 o'clock, and you couldn't have said that a couple weeks ago. Well, this is true. So there you go. So lots to look forward to this <laughs> week. Right. Thanks, Lee. No problem. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow. Until then, stop by and see us anytime you can on the World Wide Web at AL.com. Mm-hmm.